Hey everybody, it's Kindle from Recording Lounge, and today I am giving you just a quick audio example. Um, this is something I sort of borrowed from an Ethan Weiner video, and uh, I think it's a really interesting test. Um, basically, I'm going to give you a quick demo of the different sound differences between absorption, diffusion, and a bare wall. Now, keep in mind, this is a really hard test to actually make because it's much easier to hear their effect in person. Um, but you can kind of get a general idea. And it's almost impossible to really test with no errors, with no sort of you know human error involved. But um, the idea is that I'm going to put a microphone four inches from each of these surfaces and in Omni and play acoustic guitar uh, 12 inches in front of that. And uh, so you kind of hear, you know, and I'm facing directly towards each surface. So um, the part where this is kind of not fair is that, well, I'm in a room that's treated with a multitude of different surfaces, you know, with different types of treatments. But, um, you know, I'm about <laughs> 20 inches facing a wall. So it's the recordings you're about to hear are not going to sound amazing just in their own right, but the point is not to listen to the quality of the recording. The point is to listen to more of the difference between each one, because no one in their right mind would put a microphone in Omni four inches from a wall and then play guitar a foot from that wall. Um, but the point is just for demonstration. So. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit between each example to kind of talk about what I hear and maybe what you hear. Um, so here we go. The first one I'm going to play you is uh, it's just acoustic guitar. So I'm going to play you Bear Wall. This is the Bear Wall. <laughs> Holy resonance, Batman. That was interesting, right? Um, yeah, lots of nasty reflections, um, some of which could be from uh, just being that close to a wall, being that close to the mic, the wall being close to the mic, the mic being close to the wall, however you want to put it. Um, but yeah, not very good. Um, really boomy. Certain notes were kind of muddy. Just the whole thing was kind of muddy. Now, again, I, I would never record an acoustic guitar like this, so... Of course, it's going to sound a little muddy, but the point is, um, with enough of these surfaces in your room, that is sort of the sound you're going to get. So if you have a, a room that is all absorption, you'll get one sound, all diffusion, one, another sound, and all bare walls, another sound. So the consensus here is that the bare wall has sort of a weird, boxy, muddy quality to it. So let's hear the absorption demo. This is the absorption panel. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so that was much better. Now, still kind of muddy. Um, again, this is just uh, one panel. Again, it, it's it's about the comparison between the different uh, takes, less the actual sound you're hearing. So, again, this is just one random acoustic panel flat on the wall. Um, this would be absorbing even more low end and low mids if it were in a corner um, or if it were thicker. So, um, now we're moving on to the diffusion track and you'll notice even though this diffuser has a center frequency of 700 hertz you know and uh, which means that its scattering limit on the low side is about 350 hertz and its uh, upper register limit is around maybe you know two or two and a half three k somewhere in there um, the idea is that that mid-range is really pronounced and much clearer, and the top end is much clearer, which by default then makes the whole spectrum sound better. So, without further ado, this is the diffusion example. Now again, this test can't really be that perfect, but the idea is just to give you a general idea of what um, these different panels sound like. Now, none of them are bad. It's not, you know, in this particular example, the diffuser sounded better than the absorber. Um, they both sounded better than the bare wall. I'm going to play you these back to back so you can hear them again, just one more time. Absorber, or I'm going to start with bare wall, then absorber, then diffuser. Bare wall. Absorption. Diffusion. And I thought I would give you a quick demonstration of what it sounds like on a vocal. Bare wall, check one, two. Bare wall, check one, two. Check, check. Tss, tss, tss. Bare wall, check one, two. Absorption panel, check, check, one, two. Absorption panel, ch, 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 tss, tss, tss. Absorption panel, check, one, two. Diffuser, check, one, two. Diffuser, check, check, one, two. Tss, tss, k, k, tss, tss. Diffuser, check, 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 one, two. So, that might have been a little more obvious than the acoustic guitar, but again, to really get the effect, you'd have to hear them in person. So you'll notice that on the uh, bare wall, we actually had more top end than on the absorber, um, which makes sense, but our low end was kind of crazy out of control. On the absorber, we had a little less top end, but uh, the low end was definitely a lot more controlled. On the uh, diffuser, it's sort of interesting. We had a nice top end, a nice mid-range, and a decently controlled bottom end. Um, it wasn't totally controlled, but um, it was definitely nice. And it's like we had a lot more sound. Now, I don't want to confuse anyone. Diffusers don't really create more sound. They don't add liveliness in the room. They don't add anything. 
the only thing they do is change the uh, relationship of the reflections and uh, scatter them in different directions and at different times based on the well depths and thus different phases. Um, so you get you get a really nice open sort of uh, it's, I, I, it's bloom to the sound. A, 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 when you're hearing it in person, it's much easier to describe. I guess it's like a width, almost like a. It surrounds you. Uh, it's a really, really cool sound. And uh, now, granted, in this example, uh, diffusion was best. But I can tell you from personal experience that uh, diffusion is is a really, really amazing thing in tracking rooms. And um, it really does sound good. And uh, I'm finally getting around, uh, as you guys might remember, I moved in my new studio about nine months ago. And uh, I'm finally getting around to um, getting diffusion up in the room. Now, I never really had a room that uh, seemed worth it to spend money on diffusion on before. Uh, but now that I've got this room, I finally got the room sort of as tight as I can, as tight as I want to make it. I'll put it that in the low end, um, uh, it's a constant battle, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm not perfect, I, I don't know automatically what I need to do with treatment or anything, I mean, no one really does, uh, the point is, I've been experimenting for this whole time, nine months or so, uh, trying to find good combinations of panels and different brands that do different things and different models, different depths and sizes, and I'm, like I said, I'm finally getting to a point when um, I'm ready for diffusion to sort of add that icing on the cake um, where I've got my low end under control and I'm pretty happy with that. I'm happy with my ambience. I don't want uh, I don't want too much or too little. The interesting thing is right now uh, the ambience in the room is a little bit too much and um, it, that's perfect because when I add these, dif these diffusers it will actually help reduce um, that a little bit. Now you might ask... That's one of the common uh, things that people get confused about diffusion is that it somehow adds sound, it adds liveliness, and it doesn't really do that. It actually will shorten the decay time in the room, but that decay time will sound much more even, much more open, and it will sound clearer, and it will just sound better. It will make the room sound larger than it is, and um, because of all these different reflections that are coming back at different times and in different directions, the room will sound larger. But it does, that does not mean um, that it will actually have more reverb or a longer reverb. That is a, a very common misunderstanding. And it, and it makes sense because the, the phrase, it will make you know, a room sound larger than it is, um, is true. But not because of the reverb, because of the openness to the sound, because of the non-stuffy quality. Um, because the smaller a room gets, the more, well, small it sounds. And the larger a room gets, you know, the more large it sounds. So diffusion kind of makes things larger. Um, now, uh, you might be saying, well, crap, diffusion's expensive, but it sounds good. Well, yeah, it is. You can build it yourself if you're really crafty with a saw, but it's, it's very specific measurements needed, um, down to probably a sixteenth of an inch accuracy to really work that well. Um, I would not buy anything that does not call itself a quadratic residue diffuser. I wouldn't buy something that calls itself just a sound diffuser uh, or a deflector or anything like that. Um, there are lots of great companies out there making diffusers, but uh, the two I recommend are GIK Acoustics and Real Traps. They make probably the best diffusers out there. 
um, before getting into the too hi-fi zone where, you know, they're $2,000 for a single diffuser, um, which is just insane. Um, because again, these companies, um, are making panels in sort of the two by four typical region of size, you know, two feet by four feet, typical size, um, and uh, the problem with that is, well, that's great and all, but that's a very small size um, to really have much effect on the overall room. I'm going to go out on a limb and just estimate that once your room, first of all, I should say you probably shouldn't add diffusion until you've got your low end under control. When you've got your low end under control, um, that's when you should add diffusion because it's hard enough to get the lows under control. If the lows are tight, if they're as tight as you want them to be, um, then that's probably a good time to to add diffusion to sort of balance out the mids and highs and to make the sound just seem a little more open and, and have that more three-dimensional quality to it. Um, you would probably need to cover a good 25% of the room's surface area to really hear a significant difference in diffusion. Now, I'm talking about significant as in the average person could hear it. I mean, if you cover, if you throw up maybe four diffuser panels um, covering, let's say, oh, 32 square feet, you know, something like that, um, you'll hear a difference probably. Um, but I would say to really make a, a big difference, you would probably need eight or more of those diffuser panels up on the walls and at relevant locations. Um, and if you really want to make a, an interesting uh, diffusion difference in your room, um, you need to have enough diffusers to be able to run some vertically. Um, you know, vertically will will splay sound uh, left to right. Um, but if you orient the panels sideways, where the uh, where the wells are now going left to right, it will scatter sound vertically. Um, so if you can sort of alternate those, then you have a, a, a much better control. I mean, theoretically, you could place a diffuser in any direction and it will, you know, scatter and diffuse sound in the opposite direction, um, if that makes any sense. If you see a picture of one, you'll know what I mean. Um, but it can really create a nice uh, sound field in the room and that's nice for really everything. Vocals, drums, guitar, uh, great for vocals and acoustic instruments for sure. That's, I think, where diffusion really shines. And, and in a mix room, if we're talking about in a mix room, the most common place for diffusion is, is on the back wall, and that's to help with the reflections coming from the speakers um, to, so to not uh, have such a strong uh, reflection back towards your ears, but also to make the room sound a little more open and, and make sure that you're not killing too much high-frequency information with just all absorbers everywhere. So I hope this was an interesting demo. I know it wasn't very long, but it uh, might give you some things to think about and uh, might help you be convinced to save up a little more so you can get some diffusers. They're awesome. I give them my stamp of approval. Um, for more info, you can contact me at contact at recordingloungepodcast.com or recordingloungepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, sign up for the newsletter. You can do that by checking out the link, which is recordingloungepodcast.com slash sign up. Um, I've already got a lot of subscribers on the list. I really appreciate it. You guys are going to really enjoy it. Um, you should have gotten a message when this show came out, so uh, it's already working. Um, I'm really glad. It's much more easy for me to contact everyone that way 
I'm really busy and uh, I, I can't always be on the Facebook page checking stuff. I try to check it. Uh, I have the notifications on my phone. I try to check it pretty often if someone has a question or something like that. But um, it definitely is really easy for me to send out uh, messages on uh, on the uh, newsletter list. Sorry, it's late. I'm, <laughs> my brain is spiraling. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I've got some great shows planned. I've got some really cool ones coming up soon. Um, a couple more acoustic type demos uh, with uh, room acoustics. A couple more vocal things. A couple more mixing things. Um, at any given time, I've got you know a handful of shows planned. I just need to actually record them and or I've recorded them and I need to edit them. So um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. If you need any freelance mixing or mastering for your project, contact me at that same email. And you can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash recording lounge and also the blog, recordinglounge.blogspot.com. And again, my email is contact at recordingloungepodcast.com. Thanks. <laughs>